welcome to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm your host, Dean Zarbaugh. Today's show is sponsored by House of Helga. Are you a brewery looking for some vibrant, stunning artwork to slap on that freshly bottled or canned beer? Or maybe you're starting a brewery and need help coming up with a logo. If so, contact House of Helga for all your design needs. They've worked with Masthead, Streetside, and yours truly here at the Taproom Exclusive. You can check out Kyla's entire portfolio of incredible work at houseohelga.com. Also be sure to check out House of Helga's Facebook page and purchase a House of Helga t-shirt. The cost of school supplies are at an all-time high and most families can't afford the extensive list of items required for the school year. A recent survey from the National Center for Education Statistics found that 94% of public school teachers pay for classroom supplies. In the greater Columbus area, Operation Backpack works to offset this by donating backpacks and school supplies to 25 schools across Franklin and Lincoln County. Profits from the House of Helga t-shirt sales will go towards Operation Backpack to help a local child in need with supplies for the upcoming school year. Do your part to help those in need by going to bit.ly slash Helga Donates and pick up your shirt today. On today's show, I chat with Brick and Barrels brewer and founder Carl Spiesman over their tasty Bitter Chief IPA, but first a taste of what's going on in the craft beer world with this week's Tasting Glass, brought to you by Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News. Per Rick Arman at Ohio.com, it looks like Craft by Jolly Scholar, the planned barbecue, barrel-aged, and wild beer spinoff of the downtown Cleveland, Ohio brewery, isn't moving forward. The city of Richfield won't approve a zoning variance for the location. For more information, you can check out Rick Arman's article over at Ohio.com. Rick also has the scoop on the Dayton Brewery Alliance IPA release. Per Rick, the beer will be called Hashtag Dayton Strong IPA. 100% of the proceeds will go to the Dayton Foundation, which is helping people affected by the tornadoes that passed through the Miami Valley earlier this year. For more information, you can check out Rick's article on Ohio.com. Per Rob Tittle of Northeast Ohio Craft Brewery News, Rhetoric Brewing Company, a winery, cidery, and meadery in the small town of Richwood, Ohio, appears to be jumping into the beer game as well, filing for an A1C license this week. Other new applicants in the past few weeks include Whetstone Beer Company, which plans a 15-barrel brewery inside the old Clintonsville Outfitters building in the Clintonsville neighborhood of Columbus, and Funky Turtle Brewing Company in Toledo, Ohio. But the big news of the week was that Platform Beer Company has been purchased by AB InBev, owners of Budweiser. The reaction online is a mixed bag with some praising the team for being successful enough to be able to sell their business and others chastising them for quote-unquote selling out. No matter what side of the fence you fall on, this is huge news and could send a ripple effect throughout the industry. Mark Bona has a couple articles up at cleveland.com going more in-depth with the brewery. You can give them a read if you're interested in learning more. What are your thoughts on the platform announcement? Weigh in on this post at facebook.com slash exclusive. All right, my interview with Carl Spiesman, brewer for Brick and Barrel in Cleveland, Ohio, is up next. Welcome back to the Taproom Exclusive. I'm here at Brick and Barrel with Carl Spiesman. We have moved on to their famed Bitter Chief IPA. Uh, Tell the people a little bit about this IPA and kind of how it came about. Yeah, so good American IPA. Um, I liked East Coast IPAs uh, when I started working at Harpoon. They do a nice, you know, more of like the British East Coast, not too much West Coast style of a, of an IPA. I loved it. I thought it was great. I really didn't know much more besides that maybe than having like back then it was 
Sierra Nevada or man, really maybe Lagunitas out yeah. in California. I mean, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to go like geeky, but you know, maybe a couple other larger breweries that did some IPAs, but those are kind of the ones I was drinking um, back, back, back in the day. And uh, I liked, I liked the malt forward um, style IPAs then, but I, you know, everyone's pilots evolve. So, you know, you, you drink a two hearted and some of the others, you know, Centennial for founders, you start to like build that library, that repertoire of um, <laughs> different uh, hoppy beers. So, you know, it, you know, it, every time I do mess with it still, and you get yelled at all the time, stop messing with it. But right. uh, there's so many different, you know, I love malt. Beer so like evolves. The, yeah, you know, and it, it's not fun if you don't mess with it, I guess, but you yeah. should you should listen to your people and stop doing stuff and just stick to something. So I feel like the past couple of years, kind of somewhere where I feel like, you know, where I'm at for an IPA. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's got some West Coast, maybe a slightly East Coast kind of feel to it, but it's an American IPA. So that's, yeah. what, that's what feels good. Um, you know, messing with yeast strains and really kind of sticking around a ballpark of hops varieties um, so far still. So, but yeah, that, that's kind of where it came from. Just, uh, you know, nowadays it's kind of the, the um, sacramental beer of a brewery. They have like a good IPA on. Yeah. And I'm not opposed to it. I love IPAs too, but, uh, you know, I like this kind of IPA, this style. Something easy drinking and something kind of hits all your, you know, your edges yeah. that you want. So. It's not blasting your palate with bitterness. Yeah. And, and yeah, if true. you like that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, there's nothing. If we all like the same thing, there'd only be one kind of beer. Mm-hmm. But for me, especially in the, when we're getting these like warmer days out now and the 95, 96 degree days, it's nice to have something that's not just going to make you feel like you're sweating more. True. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're trying to chug through something or a lot of work. So, yeah, for the, you know, in hazies and, and some of the new style, like fruity IPAs are out there. And um, I haven't hit that world yet. I'm not saying it won't. But, um, yeah, it's just it's nice to not have to to think about it too much. You just like it, enjoy it. It's kind of a go-to thing. Yeah. So, and that's kind of where I wanted to be with that beer, um, kind of like in that world. When, when you get, when you, you know, you go to a bar and you see a Two-Hearted or even like a Columbus or mm-hmm. a Sierra Nevada or whoever is your, your you know, go-to that's kind of what you want to be. Yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely. You know? So I'm hoping I'm getting closer. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a fun world out there with uh, all the different well, new Usually, new you know, you see uh, you see the best IPA lists in Cleveland, and usually Bitter Chief's on that list somewhere. Oh, yeah, so impre- that's really nice. That's, yeah. a, uh, that's a feather in your cap, no pun oh, intended, oh. Um, <laughs> with, the, with the logo. I love the lo- – the logo is the first thing I saw. Yeah. I hadn't even had the beer. Yeah. Um, but somebody – I saw a picture online, like, right when I was starting the show. And I saw the logo, and I was like, I have to have that. I, I need to try that. I, I want a hat with that. And then I got finally got down here, and I tried it. I was like, oh, man, this is really good stuff. Um, I can see why everybody likes it. Uh, how'd the name come up? Yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, huge diehard Indian, Cleveland Indians fan. And um, I don't know, you know, you try to, like, think of funny, fun words and little, you know, fun beer names and things like that. I'm awful at it, but then sometimes you say you're awful, but you might be good. But I, I like, I like, you know, Chief Wahoo. Yeah, I love the culture of the Cleveland Indians and where I grew up in it, um, and my grandfather and my dad, everyone, you know, everyone's family or friends grew up in that culture. And then, um, you know, you just carried on. You're like, I love the Indians. And I, this IPA is great. And you think of the word bitter as mm-hmm. like, you know, you know, uh, an, an adjective towards you know beer. So you're like, oh, bitter. And then, um. Chief, bitter chief, you know, and we're bitter. You kind of it's a plan words. We're bitter uh, sports fans right. lately. You know, in the past like thirty years or whenever <laughs> yeah. I've been alive to watch sports. But um, so you like bitter chief fans, you know, kind of kind of fun. And then I had a uh, family member cousin who uh, 
had that logo with some like different you know uh, variations of it for his band you know okay. about 12 years ago and uh he was like oh you know it'd be cool and this and we just kind of kept talking before I even opened you know for the bitter chief ipa and i'm like yeah let's do it and we did it and uh yeah it gets its uh back and forth with people and you know major league baseball and yeah. everything so yeah you know one day we'll you know we'll change it up and that's fine we had a good you know had a good run it's yeah. fun so and it's just it's a logo and it, you know it's, it's a beer it's a beer yeah my gosh like, if i'm trying to you know you know create world peace right. through beer it's probably not going to happen so that's fine <laughs> but i'm just trying to you know and everyone enjoy beer and you know enjoy cleveland take a step you know? back yeah. enjoy the beer Relax. just not you know you don't have to think about everything all the time you can, right. it's nice to be able to just sit My down gosh. and relax and and have yep. a minute to uh you know to just enjoy something um without having to pick it apart <laughs> uh other than maybe the flavor like we're doing right now because <laughs> um, that's actually fun um but yeah i mean you, like you say this isn't uh it isn't that bitter bomb it isn't the hazy f- more fruited style it's mm-hmm. got a nice middle ground of you get the hot profile you get a little bit of that citrus mm-hmm. and then it just finishes really smooth i really like thanks. how uh, just how easy it finishes it just makes you want one more sip <laughs> yeah thanks man yeah drinkability you know you know it's kind of like in wine you know i'm um, see i'm going to wine but um you know you drink a good riesling or a good white um and usually it's because you know there's something in it that makes your you're like your jowls kind of you know uh drool up a little yeah. bit so you want another sip you know and that's kind of that's a good beer to me like something that's gonna thirst quenching easy drinkability um and you're not like thinking about it you're not trying to be like trying to get the cicerone every time you drink right. a beer you're just like oh this is good that's what i want you know you mm-hmm. just want to go to whatever place you're at and just get that beer you're like that's just what i want you know and you don't have to worry about all right i'm spending six or eight or ten or twenty bucks to like maybe pay a little roulette with this beer yeah you're just going to have a beer and enjoy the time and you know and that's kind of well, I'm hoping to go forward with this with all the beers, but uh, this beer, you know, specifically. But um, yeah, you know, it's got it's, you know, a nice like light golden color. Um, it uses the you know the main seas and, and then a couple other ones sometimes, depending on any given day or yeah. hops that are available. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like a nice Kali yeast strain, uh, American yeast strain, and uh, it's fun, man. Yeah, good malt profile, you know. So yeah, nice balance of the malt. It's not oh, good. It's not too one way or the other mm-hmm. there's a night you get a little bit of both and i know there's some people who are like malt doesn't belong in an ipa or whatever it's, again yeah. if you like it, it it belongs there so <laughs> yeah. just you know may might not be your thing but yeah th- this is a nice balance between the middle of of all of that gives you the best of both worlds and you were you mentioned you'd kind of you started brewing this a little bit before you opened it was like a like a homebrew type thing for oh, you yeah. or was it a was, but this was pretty much one of the first beers you did here at brick and barrel too right yeah this was this and the brewski and um the we had mctavish we heavy um i did a wine blend beer um you know i did a couple you know ones that i haven't done since i keep getting yelled at it's been like four years and some people come in and say you got to brew that again or i'm not coming back I'm like, all right people just remember, kidding man. but not really <laughs> yeah I'm like all right so um and people i never thought would remember the beers do and i'm like holy crap but um right. so yeah I, I mean i i you know i didn't do too much home brewing in the past you know, usually brewing at other breweries and using people's equipment brewing with them so like nailing down a nice ipa over the years has always been fun because everyone's you know in the past like i'm trying to think you know 10 to 12 years the hop boom you know just going crazy whenever you'd homebrew with like a another brewing buddy it's usually you're doing something hoppy or mm-hmm. like something dark yeah you know what i mean yeah. it's like let's do that big let's stout. make it worth our or, time yeah let's yeah or let's do this something hoppy so because there's so many hops out there you want to try and yeah. if you could do 5 to 10 15 gallons versus you know 210 gallons 
you're not too, you know, worried about, oh, I hope this pans out right because right. that's a lot of money, a lot of time. At least in my world it is. But um, so, yeah, so it's something you kind of dabbled in and messed with. And then the other ones you, yeah, you kind of go a little at a time and you do small batches as well. And But, yeah, the Bitter Chief I was brewing, you know, probably, you know, six, seven years ago trying to critique it. And then even when I open here, when you open your brewery, you have your different water profiles, right. different equipment. You have things that you're that are gonna, you know, kind of mess with. So, and I still mess with it, and I know I'm not supposed to, but I keep messing with it a little bit. There's a lot of breweries that, yeah. do, that do, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, if 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 you want to tweak the profile, that's your yeah. right as the guy who created you know, it. Man. So, um, it, it's it's one of those things where you know it evolves. And, and speaking of that, you know, like you're saying, how close is this batch to, let's say, your first batch? Like how. How much has it evolved? Yeah. It's pre, has it pretty much stayed the same, or what are kind of it's some of the slight differences? Yeah, this one particularly has stayed. This particular batch is closer to probably my first couple batches and the ones in between. Not on purpose, just out of like oh, like Eureka moment. Like, oh shit, that's kind of similar. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, yeah, I've had some that it's just it's either yeast or hop driven, where you get like some real fruity tropical notes, and some can go more on the dank, spicy, herbal, grassy things. And you might even using the same hop. And I, it bewilders me because, like, I'm not the most scientific brewer. You know, I didn't go to school for it or anything. And I like to read books, but not all the time, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> not every day. Yeah, but so Sometimes I can't, it can be a chore. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I'm like, I love hops and all, but holy crap. I don't want a PhD in hop profiles <laughs> and whatever else you can read about. But um, So many useless so, yeah. degrees out there. Let's yeah. add that to it. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like English literature. Degree. Is that what you got? English? <laughs> no, English? I don't oh. have English literature. <laughs> My buddy degree, did. Yeah. Uh, no, I have film. Oh. So that, that I'm not using that at all. Yeah, I'm here, doing the uh, uh, exact opposite <laughs> audio. <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, you be, you're just kind of like you just hit your head sometimes. Like, man, I put this citra in there, but it's got more grassy notes than the other ones. So you're like, damn, yeah. you know, you're like, did I overhop it? So you just go, you start going crazy. But then it's so great you have all these brewing buddies around here where you just pick their brains. So you're like, what did you do, or why do you think, yeah. or come and taste this? And Is it like, possible oh, you maybe you this to? happened? Yeah, like did you ferment at this, or what kind of yeast strain, or. What year was it? Because 2016 right. hot citra tastes like this. Like, oh, yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like grapes. Like, that vintage sucked. Or this one was phenomenal. Right. So I never thought about that either. Yeah, it's an agricultural product, so yeah. it's going to change, you know. And then whatever's Soil. driving the market, yeah, and whatever they're going to produce drives the market too. You know, like, they, there's a demand for citra one year, and there's a demand for mosaic one year. So they're going to skimp on this, and they're going to skimp on that. And you might be getting the back quality of some of these guys, like a fathead who goes out there and gets to hand pick and sniff it right. before they even pick it. And like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. yeah I can't do that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So obvious. I'm getting their like scraps or something. So, <laughs> and so you might get a little bit inferior hops, but um, that's okay. Cause you work with what you got, but, uh, but it is hard to kind of recreate or, or do some things sometimes, especially in that really agriculturally driven, driven kind of a beer. But um, then again, like I said, I don't, I don't pretend to know that I know everything about it either. Right. You know, so. Well, that's also the art form of it. You mm-hmm. know, it is that perfect blend of art and science mm-hmm. and that you go and try to do something the exact same way. You're not guaranteed it's going to happen that way. It is an art form. You can literally follow the exact same process you did for the first batch. But because of just one thing or another, like mm-hmm. you say, it could just change just slight, just slightly enough to make it maybe noticeable, but not bad. Right. But no, just different. Absolutely. Yeah. And Any that's that's the that's the name of the game with brewing, though. Mm-hmm. And I think I think generally most people coming into a brewery understand that mm-hmm. and know. Okay, hey, like you were saying, soil from one year to another, or water from one source to the next. But we're so lucky being here in Cleveland with the water that we have, and with the community that we have. Like you were mentioning. About how, okay, you go to somebody and go, hey, 
try this, see what you think. And then they go, oh, you know, maybe, maybe just try this next time. And you're like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I hear that all the time at these events and stuff, the brewers talking to each other and stuff. And it's a really cool community. You don't see that in many industries. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty unique. And uh, that's something I kind of really learned throughout, you know, the past, like, I don't know how many years, like 17 years or whatever of working in wine and beer is that it's a tight niche, harmonious competition. You know what I mean? It, and because it's, it's a small industry, even though it's funny how communities look at it, they'll go like, oh, another brewery. And you're like, really? I mean, there's yeah. like 13. Right. <laughs> and there's yeah. like 1,300 restaurants. Yeah. You need food. You don't necessarily need beer. But it's nice to have. But it's nice to have. And it was kind of like the turn of the century where there was more, like every restaurant had a yeah. brewery almost. You yeah. know what I mean? Every pub made their own beer. So it's kind of funny. You just hit your head and you're like, why is that such a bad thing? And why is it like a taboo, yeah. you know? But so, and it's funny. Just That's just how it's it nice is. It's nice to see funny. places that, w- that didn't have it before get it and see mm-hmm. what can come in around it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, I live out, uh, my parents live out in South Lorain County and Wellington's getting a brewery. Like oh, nice. Wellington, yeah. out of out of all the places, Wellington, and but you know, someone once told me if a bar can survive in a town, a brewery can survive in a town, no doubt. Yeah. Generally, right? Generally, um, but Wellington wasn't the town I was necessarily thinking. Nothing against Wellington, but it's just not a craft beer sounding town. I mm-hmm. grew up there and all that. <laughs> it's not. It, it doesn't seem like that. But then you put it, and then it's sort of like uh, Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come and. You find out kind of, okay, now maybe they'll deal with like food, local food trucks mm-hmm. or maybe bring in other, and it would be amazing to see the, the wealth of other local businesses that help are helped to thrive by a brewery. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, if you can, if you can marriage all those different uh, markets and your food and, and any kind of fun, maybe you have artists up on the wall or you, they do yoga, you know, yeah. it's so much fun that you, you know, no one goes to a, a restaurant and does yoga. And puts art, and sometimes maybe they do, but like you know, but it's that's what they they look at at a, as a small brewery tap or even a large one as a a social environment where you can utilize it and enjoy the craft when you're done, and that's what's fun. That's what's cool that you see around the country and even in Cleveland, um, people love it. It's fun like that, and you can have like brew bus tours, I and mean, yeah. people, you know, like any place you can rent out a space to, and you know, have at a restaurant and have like a you know like a like a dinner or something or a party, but. You know, it just feels fun to do it at a brewery, you know, yeah. but, um, but you're right. I mean, food, food is huge and, and marketing in that is huge. And that's something I, you know, I, I've always needed to get better at, you know, as being the owner, uh, is some of those things, but I make beer and wine for a living, so I'm not good at yeah. everything, but, uh, yeah. So food, you know, that's a, that's a big step and, uh, it definitely helps, especially in those smaller markets, like right. maybe Wellington where they're going to expect you to have food. Yeah. You know, here you can, might be able to get away with it because there's so many restaurants. Yeah. You can walk like around. Yeah, there's stuff like, to find. You can have one or two beers and then go right next door and have food. Yeah. Burn Wellington, maybe you have to like, maybe you, you can't, gotta, yeah, or you got a car, maybe something drive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes it a little bit exactly, more difficult. Yeah. <laughs> if you can get it all into one place, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it kind of help. But it, it's it's a rising tide, you know, helps everybody. Yeah. That's the whole thing, you know. Absolutely, man. It's it's bringing everybody up, and uh, it's just really nice to see that this industry kind of do that for for everybody else. Yeah, man. You know? We all help each other out, and um, and it, and that's what I saw. Like you know, being in Port- Portland, I used specifically because I never really, I never been in the you know, divulge in the craft scene as much as I was there, um, just because I had a really big one in a in a in a town, and just seeing how everyone was friends with each other and how harmonious it was, even though it was still business competition, you know. Yeah. But in a nutshell, maybe more of the production side, the get brewers got along so well. Even the owners rubbed shoulders and the brewmasters, and uh, it was legit out there. And uh, 
it was just interesting to see. Like, you could have three breweries on one street, and they just were blowing it up. Yeah. You know, there's nothing like, you know, you have people around here like, well, I don't want another restaurant open around me. It's going to kill my business. Like, no, it's going to bring more people right down to your spot. Absolutely. If you do it right. I mean, if you're yeah. a, a jerk and you suck at it, then they we're not going to come to your right. spot. But um, but it's crazy to see that. And I thought that was really exciting. And I think Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland's, you know, getting there, and we're killing it pretty yeah, good. It's, it's nice. It's nice to see everything that's kind of mm-hmm. re- the revitalization of, yeah. of all parts of town right now and sort of how craft beer's at the center of it, really, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. around here. I mean, it's insane, the 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 uh, the industry and how big it's grown in this city in just the last five years. Yeah. You know, it's it's nuts. Anything else about uh, the Bitter Chief that you want to get out uh, um, before we head out? No, that's it. No, really? That's it? Yeah, I'll cool. try not to mess with it too much. I'll keep it. <laughs> just, yeah, same thing. Well, you know, I'm doing like some small canning runs. Um, you know, I try to keep it in uh, in the cooler here. That way it's fun. You can pick, you know, instead of, like I said, no crawlers, but I got the glass crawlers on the small half ones, hollers, whatever. Numb. But, yeah, same thing that will be there, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Carl, thank you so much for your time. Tune in next week for another all-new episode here at Brick and Barrel.